0: Two best friends. We're pretty good friends. Separated by time and space.
1: Talking about life. Dude, we just talk about bullshit. Hey, man, you there? Yo, what's good? How's it going, man? Hey, it's Will. How's Hey, have a good time? Welcome to The Catch-Up, a podcast for fonder hearts everywhere. I'm Noah Shore. And I'm Will R. We were best buds in college, but then I moved super far away. So now we podcast our chit-chat to stave off the inevitable grip of loneliness. On today's episode, plant care, subway etiquette, our lack of substantial fantasy football knowledge, and everybody's favorite topic, 9-11. So Noah, can you tell our listeners what today's date is? Today's date is September 11th,
0: 2016.
1: Yeah, do you know anyone who has their birthday or anniversary or significant life event, a happy life event, on September 11th?
0: Uh, Yeah, the day of their birth.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think we might actually know some of the same people with that birthday. I was thinking today about how much that just sucks so badly. Because, so like, what would you say if I said that my my birthday was on uh, December 7th? Any special thoughts? I'd be like, damn, the day before John Lennon was shot? That sucks. (laughs) Is that really the day before John Lennon was shot? Yeah, 1980, baby. Wow. You're amazing. So another significant event around that time, actually, on that date, uh, was Pearl Harbor, right? But, like, you would never—I mean, our parents' generation probably would be like, oh, damn, that was Pearl Harbor. But essentially, until humankind stops communicating or is wiped out the face of the earth, like, no one's going to not know what September 11th was and what that date means because the tragedy is named after the day on which it happened, you know? It's true. I don't know any other tragedy that the name of the event is just the date of the event. So the only other thing that I could think of, so it's not a tragedy, but can you think of something that's known as the date? Oh, uh, that's a great question. Um So there there may be more than one. I thought of one. And like realistically, if you went through every date, you you would definitely catch it. Uh Slurpy Day. 711. <laughs> <laughs> uh no, okay, I get what you're going with that. Uh no, 420.
0: Oh yeah, that's what you're asking me. 420.
1: Yeah. Um, there may, there's probably another really, really, um, obvious one that I just like haven't gotten. Right. Our, our listeners yeah, will remember, write us. I don't know. Um, our listeners will write us. Yeah. Tweet to us at the Twitter we haven't set up yet. Um, but you know, when you Google September 11th, what you get, the first result is not, um, the Wikipedia result for the September 11th attacks. That's the second. The first is just the disambiguation page for this date. Um, every date in Wikipedia has the disambiguation of all the things that have happened on this date. And it was kind of comforting uh, and and just cool to know, just to see the September 11th attacks as just one line in the global history of this date. Um, so I want to share a couple of those with you, um, if you're curious. What if I said no? Well, What would you do then? If you said no... We would have a fight and then cut it out in post-production. And then you'd be like, I would like have like an auto-tuned robot be like, yes, please tell me what happened. I'll save you the trouble. Yes, I'd like to hear this. Well, so basically the most important thing to ever happen on September 11th, maybe to ever happen in general, is the fact that in 1977, Ludacris was born. (laughs) So shouts out to Ludacris. Um, 1993, Pinky and the Brain debuted. Um, it, and I, I had to double check this, right? Because Pinky in the Brain uh, debuted first as a recurring segment on Animaniacs, and that is that, so. It's the actual debut. It, it, it's the, the, the sh- Animaniacs the show. debut. Oh. Thankfully, yeah. No, the show was later, much later, like five years actually. Um, nineteen ninety-seven. Another happy thing: NASA's Mars Global Surveyor arrived on Mars for the first time. Super, super important. I mean, it's so hard. It's such a celebration now when something lands on Mars. It's like uh, nineteen ninety-seven was crazy. You know have iPhones back then. That's true. How did anyone find out? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I had to like, wait for the newspaper to come out. It just seemed so boring, waiting. Um, perhaps the most interesting one in the past century, um, 1941, 60 years prior to the attacks, ground was broken on the Pentagon. Oh. Um, I can imagine a construction worker for whom like that groundbreaking was the peak of his life when he's reflecting on the 60-year anniversary of his most proud achievement. Um, probably not... Not his, his happiest day. Although, to be fair, it wasn't happy for, for plenty of people. I was going to say, probably nobody's happiest day. Well, well, you know, that that's interesting. I, I don't know. Well, Trump did say he saw people celebrating. Yeah, I'm not sure what. I mean, I believe almost everything he says, but um, <laughs> um, not maybe not that um and also like the person for whom nine eleven was like their happiest day it may just ha- have had nothing to do with 9-11 it was like someday they're like someone really wanted to like see snow and they saw snow for the first time um okay almost done so the earliest one on record um do you have any guess on what it is the earliest significant september 11th the earliest record uh
0: something having to do with some Mayan ruin or something. That's what I would guess. So
1: listen, when I tell you, you're going to be like, oh, duh, like how did I not get that? It was 1185 where Isaac II Angelos killed Stephen Hagio Christophorides and then appealed to the people resulting in the revolt that deposed Andronikos I Komenos and placed Isaac on the throne of the Byzantine Empire. Oh my God. I I literally talk about that event almost every day. Yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty important. I just want to give a shout out to Steven Hagio Christoforides, who has the most basic first name and the most non-basic last name. Um, I am not surprised that you were deposed. Um, you, you can imagine in an alternate reality where the September 11th attacks did not occur, there's like a Google Doodle commemorating the unjust deposition of Mr. Hagio Christoforides. That's true. I'm,
0: you know, props to Google for not making a Google
1: Doodle today. So they did... Is there one? Oh no! It is very subtle. It is tasteful. Would you like? Would you like a moment to check it out? I'm gonna look it up. Oh, we got a little banner. We got a little ribbon. It's it's just the ribbon. Nice. Yeah. And if you hover your mouse, so so there's no link either. It's just when you hover your mouse over it, it says "Remembering 9/11." Um, to close off this segment, I will just say the most. So that was the oldest one, the 1185 with our friend Stephen. The most recent one, um. Wikipedia now says officially that in 2016, it was the first ever episode of the catch-up. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's the, beauty of, that's the beauty of community editing. On all other 9-11s, I will, of course, reflect on the tragic events of that day. I will also now reflect on Pinky and the Brain, NASA's Global Mars Surveyor, and the catch-up. After the break, we talk subways. Support for this episode and the following message comes from Rug Raps, Brooklyn's premier hip-hop daycare.
0: So, Will, any uh, new romances in your life? Well, kind of. Um,
1: I got some plants. <laughs> oh, I got I got some plants, so no romance, but there is, I, I can say with honesty, that there is another living thing in my apartment. Um... But I don't feel particularly good about what's going on with my plants. Um, This is the first time I've ever had plants. I got a cactus, I got two succulents, and then two kind of like leafy potted plants that are pretty big. Um, First thing, plants are expensive. Didn't know that. Know that now. Um, All the more reason why I really wanted to do well with them and have them be beautiful. And today, one of my plants officially died, and I'm not feeling good about it. On such a terrible day. Well, your sarcasm is not appreciated. Um but it just doesn't really make sense. Like I Like I'm not dumb, right? Are you watering them? Yes. Absolutely water them, absolutely have them in the sun. Oh, okay, that's my next question. And then so the one that died, like it was it was on my windowsill and it's succulent brother or sister or somewhere in between, I don't know, no judgments. Um It's twenty sixteen. Yeah, yeah. The plants can be whatever. Yeah, the succulent relative, um the, the, I, I bought them together The other one is like Killing it Like doing super well um, And they were cute And everybody liked them And then one of them Just started dying And it was like I don't know I, I just like I was watering it And it was in the sun And so I like Started watering it A little bit less And putting it in the sun Less because it wasn't doing well And it was a succulent like normally People are saying that like On the internet They were saying like You're probably overwatering it I'm a little scared That your succulent
0: That's alive Is going to get depressed And like Start killing itself
1: That is an excellent point um i didn't think of that thank you so i called my friend today who i hadn't talked to in almost a year and asked which now in hindsight now that we're humanizing these plants it seems pretty brutal um i asked if it was okay if i just like snipped a piece off and put it in new soil um so that it would grow like another one and then maybe that would be like a friend but it also might be like a clone um if like my leg got cut off and then there was like another one of me i would just be jealous of that one because it would have like a leg presumably (laughs) Was her response, new
0: phone, who dis?
1: Her response was, yeah, like super excitedly, like gave me a bunch of tips on it. And like even after that, I wasn't like, word, how you been? <laughs> that was it. That was our whole conversation. <laughs>
0: that's, that's ideal to just get in and out of the conversation with nothing else going on.
1: Yeah, dude, totally additive. We should date actually now that I think about it. <laughs> but enough about me and my new girlfriends. Um, what have you been up to? What's new in your life? Well, I've been taking the subway. Oh, Nice. That's crazy that you live in New York City and take the subway. I think only like 4 million people a day do that. No, it's nuts. And I've only been doing it for the last
0: 23 years. So, Wow,
1: that's yeah. crazy. I'm surprised you weren't like straight out of the womb out of the subway. Actually, did you go home uh, from the hospital on the subway? No, I almost died actually. Oh shit, I knew that. Yeah. yeah. Well, but after, I mean, you did eventually go home. I, I think I probably went home in a cab. Yeah. When in reality, uh, that's probably way more dangerous than the subway. Why? Because you don't know who's been in that cab? No, because, like, traffic accidents are, like, when was, like, dude, if, the last time there was a fatality on the train because of, like, a train operator, like, misconduct or something, like, that would be, the like, national news. But I thought you don't want to expose your newborn to a bunch of, like, stuff. Yeah, that's probably true, and that's probably a reason that I might not take my baby home on the subway, but, like, I don't think the back of a cab is any better. <laughs> you ever f*** somebody on the subway? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, mom. Almost never. (laughs) Almost, almost never. If you'd asked me like three hours ago, it would have been never. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry to interrupt. Sorry to interrupt.
0: No, No, it's fine. Um, So when I'm on, I I can be in like the happiest mood ever. And then I get on the train and it's just like, well, there goes my happy day. Yeah, you lose cell service. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I could, someone would have told me like, someone could tell me, you won the lottery. I'm like, all right, let me take the train to claim my prize. By the time I got out of the train to claim my prize, I wouldn't even... i just go home. Miserable. i have been too angry. Because if the train stalls or anything, it ruins my whole day. Yeah, So yeah, it, it sucks. That happened to me two days ago when I was, like, fuming in the train station. I mean, in the car. I was fuming in the car. We were just in a station, not moving, for 15 minutes. And I was so mad, so I shook my head. Uh, and the woman across from me said Oh no. Did you just shake your head at me? And I was like,
1: no. Alright. So this this might prompt a range of responses. Why do you think she thought, or why do you think she was defensive about maybe having you shake her head at you? Was she like overweight or anything? Well, I found I found
0: out I found out like one second later. She Okay, okay, let's hear it, yeah. She had her feet up on another uh seat. Oh fuck that lady, dude! You should shake your head at her. Well, no, it was it was pretty it was pretty empty. Okay, okay, okay. It was not. A, it was like eleven thirty okay, at okay. night, so it was. She was doing this, and I said, "No, I'm not." And she said, "Good, because the last guy on the other train yelled at me for this, and I have arthritis, so I have to put my feet up." And I was like, "I'm not shaking my head at you. I'm mad about the train." And then I said, "You can do whatever you'd like. I'm in." And in reality, I should have said, if it's crowded, I hope you don't do that. But no, dude, you shouldn't. (laughs) You you did fine. (laughs) But I was like, no, I'm not shaking my head. We just we haven't been moving. And then my friend who was with me uh, loudly was like, maybe you should shake your head somewhere else next time. And I was like, "Okay, we don't need to do this. Yeah. Yeah. No. (laughs) But like she was just like immediately jumped to the defensive. Also, my eyes were I wasn't even looking at her. I looked down. and I shook my
1: head. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. No, I could totally see myself like rolling an ankle playing ball or something and then being on the train with my foot up and like being really self-conscious about like people probably think I'm a dick. And I feel like I I would either like stick it out and put my foot on the ground and just like not be a bother to people or be like, FYI, just rolled my ankle. Sorry. She
0: should wear a sign. Yeah. that says. It. I mean, I get it why she was defensive, especially if someone on the last train said something to her. But, you know. I'll be more careful where to shake my head the next time
1: hey also happy fall by the way oh man yeah i do like fall it's great running weather it's nice and crisp we can stop running the ac and polluting the earth all day the sweaters I get to wear and not sweat through my shirt. Oh God, yes! Black sweater season. Black sweater season is like September fifteenth to May fifteenth for me. <laughs> um, the one thing that I do hate about fall is the fact that fantasy football just started. Will, don't get me started on this. <laughs> do you do you play fantasy football?
0: No, God, I I don't, I don't.
1: Okay, well, so so most of the people that do are super excited about this happening. Um, I really, really like the concept of fantasy football because I'm like a stats geek. I like the kind of luck and the gamble of it. And like, I'm invested in it because I put a little bit of money and I could win some money. That's appealing. I also get to do like a lot of activity from my computer, which I love to do. Um, but one big part about fantasy football is just overanalyzing and over talking like all of this context that like actually goes on in the NFL. And, like, all of this is just numbers to me. Like, I, like, all of my players could literally have no name, no number, like, nothing. They could not be humans, and I would actually enjoy this just as much. Like, that's what I like about it. But I'm on a team—sorry, I'm in a league with seven other people, and they're, like, talking about stuff, and I just, like, don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> the last time that I followed football— was when like really followed it was the first time I ever played fantasy I was in seventh grade Edgar and James was like my running back on the cult and he did really well Peyton Manning was on the cult like they did great I know like everything about that I'm like yeah dude Michael Vick like definitely (laughs) oh yeah Reggie Bush won the Heisman like I have an encyclopedic knowledge of seventh grade football and then nothing after that so like I'm just basically waiting in these conversations for someone to mention a player that like I that, like I know about, <laughs> like it has to be like you know, and and this the amount that I can participate in these conversations moves asymptotically towards zero because <laughs> eventually everyone that I know just dies <laughs> or like it, like goes out of the league. So I'm just, yeah, I'm just stuck in these things, and they're all making these jokes and the draft and like all this context and all this stuff, man. It is all numbers to me. It's all math. I don't care.
0: I feel the same way about Backyard Baseball 2003. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> you know I, all the players? <laughs> I know everybody <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. on that team. Uh, and I can tell you everything about them. But other than that, I don't get fantasy football at all. I really do not understand it.
1: So, do you actually not understand fantasy football at
0: all? No, I get I, mean, I get it. I okay, get okay, okay, how you do it. It's just like, every year I'm like, maybe I'll do it. And then I just don't have that commitment. I don't have that type of commitment. And I don't
1: know how to do things like that so to be fair it can really be as easy or as hard as you make it um people do like auto draft and like set their lineups automatically and those people actually typically do like fine um uh, when i say auto draft i just mean like so you're picking teams all together it's a live event and there's a list of the best players so it's not like you know it's pretty easy to not know anything and still do fine um Hopefully, we can revisit this episode, and I say it's pretty easy to not know anything and do fine, and I know that from experience.
0: Oh, that's going to be great. Yeah. That's going to be great. We're going to... All right. Let's make sure on September 11th, not only did you say the Wikipedia entry for the world's greatest podcast exists, but also it was the day you predicted, rightfully so, that your fantasy team would win.
1: Yep. Actually... Uh, If you would, uh, let me just record a couple real quick. I'm going to record a couple predictions. We'll just go with the one that works. Oh, yeah. Go for it. Go for it. Man, I'm going to kill it in fantasy football this year. Nice. Got it. Got it. All right. One second. Man, my draft strategy was all wrong. Man, my draft strategy was dope. (laughs) Man, I'm going to suck in fantasy football this year. (laughs) All right. Are we good? I think you you covered all the bases there. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. I think we got them all. <laughs> I think we got, or actually, hold on, one more, one more. Man, I did all right in fantasy football. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Great. Uh, yeah, that's, that's good for me. I mean, you covered all your bases, so. All right, man, I got to go. Oh, but we just started.
1: I know, but I have work tomorrow, and it's 10 PM. <sighs> all right, man, I miss you. It's an election season, man, I got reading to do. I, I, you know who you're voting for. What the hell else do you got to do? Bernie Sanders. (laughs) Jeb Bush. (laughs) Yes, I'm still with Jeb. Uh, It was good talking to you, man. I'll see you soon. I miss you. you The catch up is Will R. and Noah Shower, with executive production by Noah Shower. Our intro music is by Headlong Snipers, and our outro music is by Skirt. Thanks to our sponsor, the paperclip from Microsoft Office.